Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome into the Pixie Dust podcast. I am joined once again, uh, post-pandemic, mid-pandemic, Tony Colombo is back. Hi, Tony. Hey, Annie. How are you? You're looking awfully cheerful. I am feeling, I'm trying to feel awfully cheerful in this crazy, crazy world. And I am just happy to be talking about uh, something as fun as Disney for Some, the first time in a long else. time. Something else. Exactly. Anything else. Yes. So you and I both have Disney vacation plans for this year. Mine are July 24th. So you can imagine my excitement when they said they're going to open the first parks on Jan- uh, July 11th and the second one's on July 15th. So I, I am going to be in the park on July 24th. What is the Colombo family intention this year? So we have two trips scheduled this year, and one is not as soon as yours, but still pretty soon uh, at the end of August. Uh, August 31st is the is day one of the first trip, and then we are going again uh, right at Christmas time. So um, we have a lot invested in. Yeah how this uh, year is going to shake out at Disney world. So we are hopes, dreams and dollars hoping for for the best. Yeah, no doubt. Um, So uh, I'm going to actually be leaning pretty heavy on you to tell me what this uh, new Disney world, no pun intended looks like (laughs) because um, you know, there, there are certain things that would make us, reconsider what? going to Disney World this year. Is, is there like a is there like an obvious deal breaker? Um or is it a combination like okay that combination of things Yeah. I think it's more that. I think right it's now, more that. We have to wear masks. Right now yeah. there's social distancing. Right now there aren't fireworks or you know I I they haven't given at this point in time it's June 2nd they haven't given us a list of what spectaculars per per se are going to be not included in the experience. I still have my heart set on phantasmic being something that could be socially distanced. I feel Mm -hmm. like, and, and managed the, the amount of people that you could allow into that. And you could, and I feel like if you're going to, if you're going to try to offer people an experience somewhere, that's one you could, that's one you could do. You could socially distance that as much as you could socially distance anything else. Um, what else is there? There, it's, I guess it's possible that there will be attractions or shows that may not be functioning as they usually did or at all. There's a lot that we don't know right now. 
Right. Um, and, and for me, I've relegated myself to saying, especially being nine days after it's open, open that if I can go ride rides and I can go back to the resort and swim in the pool, that's vacation yeah. to me. And yeah. Oh my gosh, do I need a vacation? So yeah, for, for Amen. Me, I'm ready to go. So I would go to Disney at 60%. You know, if it was 60% of what it used to be, I would go. But there are others in my family that I think needed to be more like 75 or 80% before they're completely sold. It's probably so, not going to be the case. Yeah, I know. Um, but we'll just have to see. Masks don't bother me. Social distancing doesn't bother me. Um, social just, distancing is made for me. I enjoy I, social distancing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I got a little bit worried when – I heard that they're we're getting rid of the fast passes, but then, yeah, when that came out, you were like, I don't know, like it, it I, I, I could tell that it made you uncomfortable. Yeah, but it was only, be, but it was, it was just because I hadn't looked into it enough to realize that the reason they were getting rid of fast passes is because every ride is essentially going to be a fast pass. It's going to be a. Um, unless I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it, it seems like what they're trying to do is just eliminate lines altogether and make every ride be something that you have scheduled ahead of time. So that being the case, that's totally fine with me because that's exactly how we like to do things anyway. After, you know, a few trips in the last couple of years, we kind of have got our, our game plan down and one of those. Part of the fun of Disney is mastering Disney. Exactly. Exactly. It's all on its head right now. So that is jarring. And this one, this this one we're going, this trip we're going on in August is our typical vacation is a is a week. Yeah, you're doing like um, a drive by. We are. We're doing like uh, our friend Erica, who everybody who that watches this podcast is is uh, uh, well aware of who Erica is and yeah. how uh, awesome she is at at um, helping you book your Disney vacation. Uh, she came to me a few months ago when there was this opportunity, uh, a, a deal that Disney was offering, and we were able to basically book a long weekend at an incredible price. So we're this trip that we're taking in August is way different than any other Disney trip we've ever taken. It's it's a lot shorter, um, and we are we're staying at the Polynesian, which we always do, which is just a quick little boat ride away from magic it's your Kingdom. Happy place. Yeah. And since we're only going to do, I can't remember if it's two or three park days, that's it. I think it's only two park days. Um, we are going, it's, we're only going to go to magic kingdom. And so we are going to just stay. we're just going to do a resort and magic kingdom and um, for a quick little mini vacation. And once again, no pun intended. Um, mm. And uh if we can't and and like the way that we do things is we very much because we really enjoy, especially at that time of year, late August, early September, it's going to be really hot. It's going to be a great time to be at the resort and in the pool and enjoying that part of Disney yeah. um, over the over some of the uh, the things happening in the parks. So our whole plan was to maximize our fast passes early in the day. And then spend the second half of the day, the more hot 
part of the afternoon, maybe back at the resort and maybe pick up a fast pass here and there throughout the evening. If you get because, one, that's great. And yeah, because we down. can we can we can get from the resort to the park in less than 15 minutes when you're at the Polynesian and you have the the, the ferry that goes back and forth from the resort to the park, you could do it really fast. So, um, uh, that, so that's kind of our whole plan is fast passes in the morning, go spend the afternoon at the, at the resort and, uh, you know, maybe pick up a few fast passes here and there, or if there's something that we really want to do and we don't mind standing in line for like one or two, you know, a ride or a show or something, then maybe we do it. And then of course the fireworks is a big deal because that's one of the that's one of the big reasons you stay at a resort like the Polynesian or the Grand Floridian big is because you reason. can, yeah. yeah, because you could, you can watch the fireworks and you can see the castle and you can experience um, a large part of the fireworks show without having to be in magic kingdom and, and around, you know, in that big crowd. So that's already a big, the fireworks thing is a big bummer. And maybe things will change by the time that uh, September arrives. Um, but the fireworks. Know, if we can't, if we can't do that process, you know, if we can't, if we can't yeah. stick to that, that um, plan, then we might have to rethink things. But right now it, it, it looks like all of that besides the fireworks, of course, all of that might still be in place where we can book rides in the morning and, you know, so we'll just have to we'll just have to see how it plays out. But if but if that plan gets altered too much, then I could see us maybe rethinking uh, this trip. But so far, that's not that's not where we're at. I think that the fireworks was initially. Did you get a, did you get one of the surveys that Disney sent out that was like you've got an upcoming trip? How would it? Well, my I think mine was sent out. I think mine was sent out for June and July vacations. Yeah. So that's probably if you didn't get it, but mine, my asked, wife would have gotten it probably anyway. Yeah. My, mine, one of the questions it asked is like, what experiences not being open would cause you to cancel your vacation. And I listed off, I think there are five that I listed off and, you know, I put a combination of Rise of the Resistance, which is amazing. And my husband and I went on that on our solo trip earlier this year. Um, Flight of Passage and Happily Ever After and Fantasmic were two of them as well. I can't remember what the fifth one was. But the shows are the shows are the nighttime shows are a big deal to me because you can't see some. I mean, you could go ride a roller coaster somewhere else. And if it's a roller coaster out of Disney, it's not ever going to be as cool as a roller coaster that's in Disney or any attraction. But like the 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 magnitude with which Disney does these shows, they're really special, and it and it really caps off the day, and that's really important to me. And I said to my husband initially, I was like, I don't know if there's no happily ever after, and there's no Fantasmic, and there I've never seen the Rivers of Light um, show at Animal Kingdom, but I would like to, and we were intending to. And then the Epcot one was a new one. I was like, if there's, if that's not going to exist, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go. And then my yeah. husband and I talked about it more and we said, this is how, this is how we're reconciling this. If someone said you you can go to Disney world, you can't see the, the nighttime shows and there's going to be some modifications in how you're going to experience it, but you're going to be able to experience Disney world at 
20% crowds. I mean, th- like I-, I think it was Bob Chapek said that the crowds would be 30%. His words were 30% of what you're used to, which is different than Disney World being at 30% capacity. Right. So right. If, if you could trade that off, and if you're someone like you, Tony, or someone like, if you're like the Columbos or the Fries, who will intend to go again, mm-hmm. it's kind of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity in yeah. the way I view it. And, and I'm like, gosh, it's not going to be the same. Of course it's not going to be the same. But this is something that once we we reestablish the way things are going to be in the future, which I think will look a lot more like they used to, and I don't think it's going to take much. I don't think it's going to take as long as a lot of, you know, air quotes experts would suggest that it, that it would take. I think we're going to get back to long lines and and crowd mm-hmm. crowds packed in to see fireworks, and people are going to be okay with it. I kind of am looking forward to this opportunity to see what this is going to be like. So uh, when you when you say it like that, and I understand why he said it like that, thirty percent of crowds that you're that you would normally expect anybody who regularly goes to Disney or even has been to Disney once that, you know, that they can remember clearly Mm -hmm. um, the, the appealing part of that statement is you think 30%, then that means there's not going to be any lines. That means I'm going to be able to do all this, but there's, but 30% doesn't really save you in the time of lines when you have to pre book all of the rides anyway. So, that sounds great and it's it would be it will be awesome to just simply walk around disney without having all those people around but i don't know how much it truly enhances your ability to um enjoy shows and rides if everything is very scheduled and they're probably not running them as much as they do because there's probably a lot of sanitization going on and they're have probably you s- have you seen specifically um, and and lower capacity in rides. If they, I think the I think the idea of socially distancing people on roller coasters and like skipping a row or something is so silly when people are going to be screaming and spitting all over. I mean, it's really disgusting. <laughs> but that's really what's happening. Well, maybe we'll of- maybe we'll do like they did in Japan and they'll they'll ban screaming on roller coasters yeah. at Disney World. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. I'm sorry. <laughs> if we and- get you screaming, you're out. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um, yeah, I'm not really a screamer, but I'm a I'm a I'm not a roller coaster rider, so I don't. That, You're not going to be problem. Doesn't affect me either way. I just laugh a lot. <laughs> it's very weird, and, and I can't control it, and that that frustrates me. But I haven't seen specifically. I haven't seen a report that says that everything is going to be fast pass. It could be that nothing is fast pass, and I have seen. Um, I, I think, and I think Shanghai does have fast passes. I think I need to verify that, but. But I can't imagine them having people stand in line. That's why I'm making that assumption that everything's going to be just you schedule your rides because I can't imagine them. If they're getting rid of fast passes, it only makes sense to me that they're do- because because fast passes allow you to social distance. So if social distancing is the most important thing and you're just going to just simply get rid of fast passes, that doesn't make any sense to me. So I can't imagine them just throwing everybody in lines and saying, we're not going to do fast passes. I think, right if now. You, if, I think if you limit the capacity, the crowd, and then if you use both queues that exist for social distancing and just kind of go on one side to the other or whatever, how they would manage to do that. Um, I think you could do it. And I also think, and I was watching, I watched the Diz on YouTube. Well, they're, 
then I, there's where that 30% comes in huge. If you, if you are yeah. just going to go lines, then that 30% yeah. is a big, big deal because it will cut down tremendously. On do you the watch, times. do you ever watch the Diz, Diz Unplugged on YouTube? I know you're a big YouTuber. Mm -mm. I highly no. recommend it. They're great. And it's, it's, it's not like the most entertaining. It's not my whole family will like gather around to watch Disney food blog, but right, the, right. Di the Diz is adults sitting around having conversation and discussing things that involve sometimes the business of Disney. So that's not like the gather around children, you know, situation, but I love watching it because they give you kind of, they give you good straight information. It's not always like, slobbery all over Disney. If there's something that needs to be said, they're not afraid to say it. I don't always agree with everything, but I like to hear the different opinions. Um, but they, I, I was watching one yesterday and John who's on there said that he truly believes that Disney is doing things right now to get people to cancel. Like he just honestly thinks that they're mm. putting this information out and they are not telling people what is going to happen next because they, they either overbooked with the free dining offer that they, they that they put out there after they had to cancel starting in March and moving through which April. they took away. They it, bleh, man, I didn't have that, but I it, did. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Does it save you though on your room? I mean, enough. I mean, is it? Did it? I don't know yet. I don't. Yeah. We. I don't know. I want an yeah. update on that because. I'm all about the money saving thing. Like I, I could see how you would be. I know it. I know it hit my wife hard when she yeah. read the information and I, I think related to me can look at it just as a dollar to dollar thing. And it could put, I mean, people are going to freak out because they think free dining is just free dining, but you have to pay a full rack rate room when you get free dining, you have to buy a certain kind of ticket when you get free dining. Um, if you have, if you're kind of let go of some of those things and they give you the 35% discount, you might come out ahead and still be able to eat anything that you wanted to. It's just, I'm a big supporter of the dining plan as well. And I like having it paid for before I go and buying things in credits because credits to me isn't money. And, and I feel much more free on vacation. Um, but yep. I, you know, I, I really do think that the limited amount of information that is being presented right now by Disney might just be to weed out people who should go later. Like if, if this is your, I would not do this vacation if it was my once in a lifetime Disney vacation. Yeah. Agreed. I this, agree with that. I am this going, was the yeah. our first one that we've been building up for the kids for years. No, then yeah, we would, if be you can't meet Cinderella and Mickey mouse and you can't see the fireworks. No, but I know what it, you know, you do too. And your family knows we all know what it's like to experience the full magic. So for me, any amount of the magic that I can touch right now, especially right now, I right. Want, I want it. I want to grab it and bottle it up and just take it with me and, and think about it until the next time I get to go. Well, and my here's my glass half full um, analysis of of this so situation. This is what Disney does to Tony. It makes him an right. Office. Yeah, it's that the only place that does too. Um, but you and I both know that. Disney is not going to let the people at the resorts that are there in the parks and at the resorts have a substandard experience. Totally. That's just not how they operate. They always make they, – they, they have things in place and they have a way that they operate that makes certain 
as much as they can, at least that everyone has a great time and that everybody gets to have an experience that is uh, the customer service. And, you know, just the, the experience is just at a different level than anywhere else. So I can't imagine that that is going to go away in, in at all. There may be some limitations, obviously, that they have to work around and, and work with. But I think that once you're there, I think that the 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 staff there is going to are going to make sure that y- you have as much of the Disney experience as possible. Because mm-hmm. it's just how they operate. I, so I'm so glad you said that because I I know that you don't really live on Facebook. You know, I mean, not nearly as much as I do or at all. But I'm a member of a bunch of Facebook groups like annual pass holders, DVC, just like Disney freaks. That's uh, freaks are us. That's not an actual Facebook group, but I should start one. <laughs> um, and there's so much negativity surrounding this. The, like is not the most important foundational thing for everybody to understand, not even just in Disney, but everywhere is that COVID-19 is a thing that is here and is real. And it's, it's not Disney's fault. If there's another company that is having to do something that is not to your liking, that it's like, this is a real circumstance that people are having to reel in from and deal with. So Disney has to take an unprecedented situation and still try to deliver the the Walt Disney experience mm-hmm. in the midst of this. So the reason why we all love Disney World so much is not because of, you know, Seven Dwarfs Mind Train or it's not because of Happily Ever After. It's because of the Walt Disney way and right. to think that they're not going to figure this one out in the context of a global pandemic is missing the whole point of why you become like romantically in love with this thing that yeah. allows you to go to a different place, especially at a time like this. I'm so glad yeah. you said that. Yeah. You can find a ride like splash mountain, or Big Thunder Rail, like you can find those types of rides and roller coasters in many, many different places around the world. But none of them feel like the way that they feel at Disney World because of the way it is presented to you and because of the way that it is, uh, because of the way that the the staff treats it. It's, it's presented as something magical, as yeah. you always like to say. And it's true. And it, it's that it's that level of customer service and attention to detail and just, you know, making the experience a plus everywhere that they can. That is what sets Disney apart. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you know, you can find you can find roller coasters and dark rides and things like that in many different places, but they they don't compare to the Disney presentation. And I don't think that that is going to go away. It's interesting to listen to you explain the intention of your first Polynesian trip in August, because when I, when I consider our trip is an 11 day trip, it's a 10 night, 11 day trip. And it didn't (laughs) start that long, but I just kept needing vacation to start a little sooner. So I kept adding on days Um, but it's an 11 day trip and 
I, I just shared this the other day on the Pixie Dust Podcast Facebook page. So if you haven't liked that page, please consider going and liking that Facebook page. But it, it doesn't matter how long you go to Disney World. You cannot possibly do it all. And I, oh, no. I, I always find myself going home, riding the Tragical Express, the bus that takes you back to the airport. Or if you're <laughs> riding home like you guys, you guys are drivers. I always find myself going home being like, gosh, we never did this. And mm -hmm. oh my gosh, we just totally didn't do that. So if I'm going to go to Disney World and there are going to be things that I'm just not going to get to do every time, no matter what, because there is so much to do, then that means this time I'm going to go and there are going to be things I'm not going to get to do. One thing that I have not gotten to do and I've been three times in the last two years is relax. Like to truly <laughs> just like exhale and, and sit comfortably by the pool or play in a pool with my kids because we're going, we're trying to soak up so much and do so much. Like when you talk about hitting magic kingdom in the morning and then going and hanging out at the Polynesian in the afternoon, that sounds fantastic right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like even better than maybe what I would have like, if, if considering the scenario that we're living in right now, that is probably almost a prescription for what, I need what my family needs right now is to take a chill pill a little bit. So if I'm not going to get to do everything on every vacation and I'm not going to get to do everything on this vacation, some of those things have been chosen for me when I'm not going to get to do, you know, maybe that means that we eat a longer, more casual dinner. Maybe it's a later dinner at Disney Springs instead of in the parks. Maybe it's more time spent at the pool. Maybe we do one of those movies out by the pool, which I'm telling you what my three kids tend to, they'll be 10, eight and four would adore watching a movie outside mm -hmm. on a lawn at a Disney resort. I'm thinking like, but we could go ride splash mountain right over there. The kids would be happy either way. And if that means that I get to relax and have a drink, let's do that. And, and then, <laughs> and then the next vacation, hopefully things will be resembling normal more and, and there'll be fireworks and stuff and I'll enjoy it there, which is why I say, if you are somebody who, goes every other year and this was the year to go you might get to have a truly unique experience right now that you would not you'll you, god willing never get to have that opportunity again yeah yeah no it's 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 a great point and it's also great advice not even during this time that we're going through right now where things are a little bit weird but I get the pull, especially if this is your once in a lifetime or once every, you know, several years trip. Our first trip was supposed to be a once in a lifetime trip. And it was right. five, five nights, six days, maybe. Yeah. Or four nights. It was supposed to be one and we just got hooked. Yeah. And I, and I, and a lot of people get hooked and, um, and I understand that desire to do and see everything, especially if it is one of those once in a lifetime trips. But we have definitely learned that it's, it's all about doing what you want to do. Like on our last trip, we were, there was a moment where we were, it was like 95 degrees outside <laughs> and we were having dinner at uh, Hollywood Studios where? And uh, the it's the Italian restaurant that's right by the Muppets, right right by the Muppets Mama, Theater. Mama Melrose. Is that what it is? Okay, it's great, fantastic. Um, I had chicken uh, parmesan. It was yeah. wonderful. Um, 
Tony Colombo, like in some Italian food. Mm-hmm. Chicken parm <laughs> and a cheesecake for dessert. It was, ooh, it was good. You want to stop uh, and just think about that for a minute? <laughs> yeah, it is. Ooh, it's good. So uh, we're sitting there and trying to decide what we were, uh, what our next move was. And my wife and my oldest still wanted to go ride a ride. They still, they wanted to go back in the park. They, um, and, um, they had, we had tickets for, I I guess it was fantastic. Phantasmic. Is that it? Um, they had, Mm -hmm. we all had tickets for that. That's Mama Melrose is one of the VIP. You can get VIP tickets at dining at Mama Melrose. Yeah. So we were, so we had the tickets for everybody, but we were just, I was done, done. (laughs) And, um, and yeah, and my my nine year old was just ready to go to the pool. So yeah. we we had this discussion, and, and my mom was there too, and she was definitely ready for a uh, a a reprieve, a bright a bright blue drink with a umbrella <laughs> in it. Um, so I'm ready for that. Uh, right so yeah, so we all you know we had that discussion, and we made and we split. Up, I was gonna say, you know? did you split? Yeah, so my I took the two younger ones and my mom, and we went back to the resort and went swimming. And my wife and my daughter went and rode Tower of Terror, and then went to the show. And we all made the right decision. Yeah, it, it, it was it was it, it, it. You know, I've definitely learned to do what you want to do because that's what makes Disney. Because there's something for everybody, whether mm-hmm. you just want to lounge by the pool. Or you want to go uh, see an incredible show, or you want to have unbelievable food. There's something for everybody. And what I wanted to do was go swim with the little kids and be in the pool at the resort. And what my wife and daughter wanted to do was go ride another ride and go see another show. And so we all did that, and it was great. And yeah, yeah. so that's something to definitely keep in mind when you're like trying to go breakneck speed and see everything and do everything that. Sometimes it's okay to just take a break because even Especially when you're taking, kids. A, yeah, because even when you're taking a break at Disney, it's still pretty great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, my husband and I took. Uh, you and Christine need to do it. You, need, you guys need to take a long weekend and just go yourself. Mm. It's like a whole new world. It's it's entirely <laughs> it's entirely different. And you're walking around and you cut like every once in a while you'd be like, Where are the kids? Oh, that's right, they're not here. And then you just like run to the next ride or you, you <laughs> go get an, a drink or something like that. It's it's a really neat experience with the kids, but it's a really neat experience without the kids. So yeah, well let's let's uh keep up to date with each other on yeah. our trips and see if anything changes. We have three kind of different circumstances here my my trip being nine days after the whole parks have opened i have heard from the Diz again i'll I'll just cite them that the resorts that are going to be open all the dvc resorts will be open polynesian is one of them um we will be staying we're it's a three-part stay old key west beach club and boardwalk but those are all dvc uh hotels that if the resort is open the pool will be open i would like to see that in writing from disney still but if the pools are open and 
there are restaurants open that we can go eat so that we don't starve. And the thought of starving at Disney World does not even fit in my brain. Mm -mm. Um, and then some rides that we can ride in and out of the day. I'm excited to go. We're bringing my parents. They haven't been since 1990 or 91. Wow. So I'm, I'm kind of sad that they wouldn't get the full experience. But uh, right. I, I actually think that this slower pace might actually be more up their alley. So yeah. We'll yeah. Pools being closed might be that... Uh that unrecoverable yes. deal breaker That's, for us. I'm not even like allowing that thought to enter my brain. Cause I can't imagine that you would, I can't imagine that in the heat of summer that they would close the pools while the parks are closed. Plus from everything that we've heard from the CDC is that it does not, the, the virus is not susceptible to traveling in water. So I don't know why that right. would be the right. case. So, all right, well let's catch back up again and see as for we sure. learn more information. And Tony, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yep. Absolutely. We'll talk to you again soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.